what's going on? Dude, just, uh, man, just recovering. I'm, I'm, this thing wears me out, dude. The uh, COVID, I just get tired so quick. So, um, yeah. Yeah, man. I'm just, so you got COVID? Yeah, I got COVID. Yeah, it sucks. Um, what was, what were your like symptoms? What was the, the hard part? Uh, the hardest part were like the, was the fever and then the aches, the aches that came with that. Like I've never, you know how you like get achy with the flu. Um, this was so much worse. Like it was constant and it's hard to describe the level of how, how bad these aches felt, uh, while I was sick. And then also like, I couldn't sleep. So, and I, we had a doctor come and, um, Come, there's a cool doctor here in town that comes to your house and kind of will uh, prescribe you medicine or give you medicine and stuff. But, uh, um, yeah, he was like, yeah, well, that's one of the big things is, like, you can't sleep. It's really hard to sleep. Um, really? Yeah. Why, why can't you sleep? It's so weird. I don't. I really don't know. Um, but it was, like, about three nights in a row, I, like, I could not sleep. I just tossed and turned in bed. Like, I could get a good nap in the afternoon, but when it came to nighttime, this is, like, I would just lay in bed and sweat and and not be able to sleep. <laughs> oh man! So were you like running a fever through that? Yeah. Uh huh. Like, oh yeah. man! The whole and time. How long did that last? That was that was about three three or four days, and then after that, it was just like being tired, just being really tired, and I have like a little little dry cough. Um, luckily, some I know some people that have awful coughs and. I uh, got pneumonia and stuff and some family members that went to the hospital. But um, luckily, I've just got a little dry cough that's going away right now. So, yeah, wow. I'm on the up and up, which is totally good. I'm sorry, dude. That sucks. No, nah, it's okay. How's um, the family? They're good. Thankfully, no one else has got it yet. So, um, I've been pretty isolated. I've literally been in uh, our guest bedroom for about seven days straight. So, <gasps> no um, way. I'm not joking. I barely left that room. It's got its own bathroom. I've barely left that room for about seven days. So, oh, do you see your kids? Yeah, they come in the doorway and like wave and say goodnight and stuff. Um, oh, man, that sucks. It's been awful. That's been the worst part, it's just been the isolation and just not uh just just being away and having to be away and trying to keep my wife from getting sick and because we're not as worried about the kids getting sick it's more like my wife um dang her. we should have just done we should have just done a podcast every day keep you uh <laughs> keep yeah. your company in there i, I would have not been a uh, good company <laughs> during that during that time <laughs> <laughs> well hopefully you're uh on the uphill and yeah, I think it's going better. I'm still just trying to rest. I'm just like I'm always sleepy. Well, I wake up in the morning and I've got energy, but then like come come noon, I'm like ready to crash big time. Dang. So I gotta I gotta get my energy up. I gotta shoot next week, so I gotta I gotta get back up, uh, back up to normal. Yeah. Well, you uh you haven't been uh been too sleepy because you just uh what'd you just finish. <laughs> Uh, you completed a first draft of yeah first draft so um uh from our trip from to lebanon uh we did three ish videos it may turn out to be three videos or more uh don't really know but um we did the first video it's kind of featuring a, a syrian refugee i don't know i don't know if we want to say his name on here or not but um but we uh yeah we did a a feature video on a syrian refugee 
in that's in Zakhle, Lebanon, and yeah, he's he's a refugee, but he's also basically a missionary, um, and he uh, he's just living for Christ, even though everyone there's a lot of racial tension and um, things like that. So yeah, basically, it, we we did a I finished the first draft of a feature on him, um, and we got a few others coming out too. Nice. How are you feeling about your first draft? I feel really good about it, actually. Um, it took a long time. It was just going through it because we the interview, if you remember, was like we interviewed him for over two hours, didn't we? And several yeah, different. Yeah, it's pretty long. Like you interviewed him. Uh, our our uh, a girl who was on the trip with us too, named Amanda. She interviewed him too. Um, it was a it was a hefty interview, but uh, it was. I mean, I, I feel really good about it so yeah 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 i i watched it last night when you sent it now i was just like smiling the whole time i was so pumped <laughs> i'm so glad dude it, it's gonna be great it's it's already awesome yeah but I'm, uh i'm really pumped for the missionaries over there to to see it um the final product and yeah some of the other yeah. stuff too so yeah yeah i agree so how do we you know, I think one thing that is fun about our trip is, you know, this is the first time that we've kind of ever been overseas on like a, you know, a big job shooting, doing interviews, like preparing for it. Like we never met these people. And it, and yeah. on, on top of that, it was for, you know, it was in Lebanon and it was for a Christian uh, organization. And so yeah. like, how did, I mean, how do we like prepare for that? Um, I would love to talk about how we yeah. prepared for it. Yeah. I mean, how do you think, you know, when you think back and you and you look back, like, what are the things that you think that maybe are for you and yourself that you really had to prepare for? Yeah. Um, what I had to prepare for it, I, I feel like as a as a team, going into it, we did a good job preparing for it, and of course we would do things differently. Like, of course, preparing as a team, like between me and you and, and talking through some other stuff. Cause like now we've looked at the footage and be like, yeah, we need to, we need to do a lot more time for B roll and we need to figure out, uh, taking, taking into account for different variables that may happen. Um, because while we were there, a lot of stuff happened that we didn't expect. Um, that's also like nationally as a yeah. country, Lebanon, a lot of things happened that, uh, kind of messed up our plans a lot, but I mean, we still got the job done. Um, Man, I yeah, would, so uh, oh, go ahead. So, uh, yeah, I want you without Pete, without you even knowing that anything happened was gonna happen there. We can get more into that. Yeah. What <laughs> like what did, were you like thinking about most that uh, that you wanted to make sure that you had? Like, were you getting a certain type of gear prepped ready? Were yeah. you, yeah. you know, you know, kind of that kind of stuff. So for the most part gear gear wise and traveling i felt really good about what we had uh what i brought um i wish i had traveled with a, a light um I, I traveled with i didn't bring a light other than like two little uh two little foot long nanlite tube tube lights which we didn't even use the entire time i just i'd gotten them and, and figured maybe we may need them um but other, other like other than like camera wise lens wise um, gear in general, uh, I feel like I felt really prepared, um, for what, what we did, uh, and what we needed to do. So I think 
the big the big one was because you brought a light and we just relied on that light um i wish i had brought a light to uh to basically help out because uh, in our interviews we there were a couple times we were like shoot we wish i wish we had another light or yeah a, a more powerful light um <clears throat> but uh yeah i think for me gear wise i was pretty prepared uh what about you yeah so i think it- I think both of you and I, we talked about, we were trying to make sure that we didn't bring so much stuff. I feel yeah. like I've heard like yeah. horror stories of people that's like, Oh, it's their first time yeah, uh, going overseas, doing a shoot like this. So you try and bring everything and then you get there and you just like, don't use it. So yeah. 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 Both Will and I had, we shot primarily on the Sony FX six. We had two other cameras i had the sony fx3 and we'll have the sony a7s3 yeah which i didn't and use, uh so. yeah and i used the so we used basically basically will's camera was like the main camera will was like kind of mainly doing camera op like uh camera operating dp work um and then i mixed in doing a little bit of dp stuff with interviews and then I kind of, I guess I kind of was like directing yeah. uh, in yeah. some way. And Will and I were just collaborating, at, honestly. But yeah. Uh, yeah, we came in with that. We used tentacle sync, the tentacle devices for yeah. our cameras. So we synced both of our cameras during the interview. And also they had a live on that was the tentacle sync trackee, that new tentacle mm-hmm. sync device. And then we boomed overhead. But yeah, like I only brought, I brought like three light stands. I brought like the capabilities to do like a boom pole. Yeah. And then I had one light. It was like the Nano 60, the the Forza 60 from Nanolite, whatever Nanolite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had an adapter so I could put a Aperture Light Dome Mini 2 on there. Uh-huh. And uh, that was nice, but yeah, I definitely left. I was like, man, there are some situations that we were like using the window light and it was yeah. really bright. Yeah. And the light just wasn't like as powerful. Yep. And so, yep. but I mean, I still think that it, it worked Yeah. for what we had. But uh, yeah, I think I would have brought like, honest, honestly, I, I think of like a, if I'm staying in Aperture World, like a, what is uh, the what are what are the names? I'm thinking of the, the aperture three hundred. I probably would have brought the 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 three hundred D. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that would have been a good. That would have been perfect. Yeah, a good one. I think so too. Uh, the two hundred, I think, still would have not been as powerful. Okay. Yeah. Uh, because I I think that the I think that the Nanlite or the 60 Forza 60 is really similar to the 200D. Oh, you mean the, output. the 120? 120D? Yeah, sorry, the 100. Yeah, oh, okay. There's so many 100, 200, yeah, 500, yeah. 6. Yeah, the 120D <laughs> yeah. Uh, too. That one's really similar to the 60. Yeah. I is, would say it's pretty close. Is there, uh, um, looking back now, is there anything that you took that you uh wish you hadn't that you found that you didn't use hmm you know honestly like i don't know if there's anything that i felt like i wasn't useful nice good for you man i feel like i feel like i I'm, i've used everything in the toolkit awesome. like uh 
you know, of course, like I would have loved to have like three more lights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course. But, uh, yeah, I think that I feel pretty good about all the choices. Yeah. Um, I think that if there were anything that I would have done differently is like, no knock on your lens, but the 35 millimeters no. ice lens, I just had a hard time with on some occasions, yeah. but it's still a absolutely beautiful glass. Oh man. I, but, uh, but it just didn't have, it had that weird focus, you know, elect, a lot, uh, electronic focus, focus by wire motor, yeah. focus by that, wire. Yeah. That, uh, ever since, cause a lot of, a lot of times I don't like ever, manually focus with that lens um like the the facial autofocus and stuff like that is is works really well um but uh ever since you said that and i brought it on another shoot we're we've been on another shoot together since then and i've i've used that and and done some manual focus it's like it's like stuck out so bad to me now that i'm just like <laughs> this it, it, it's literally the worst like i love the lens and the look uh the colors that come through that lens but uh Dude, it's the focus by wire. Like, it's gotten me stalking different cinema lenses that I'm like thinking oh. about 35 millimeter. I'm like, oh, <laughs> come on. I'm, maybe, maybe this will be better. Dude, I'm going to buy that like $600 35 millimeter Sony lens. You Not uh, the G Master. Oh, I know. One. The uh, the 1.8? Oh, yeah. I mean, so, okay, the VCS Classic. Oh, I know. I you shot, killed it with that I lens. shot. I shot a sixteen, the thirty-five for the first half of the day. Yeah, and then I put that thirty-five mil on, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh, like this looks amazing." Yeah, and so all the shots basically that I used. Uh, sorry, everyone. Will and I just we we just uh, worked at a CrossFit competition together in Bryan College Station, and so this is where this is coming from. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that thirty-five millimeter, dude. It looks so good. It looks so good. You're, you're, man. I. It's hard to, it's hard to say over podcast how good uh, the footage that I've seen uh, has has looked, um, and just like it, how small that lens is too. On a, oh, flying a that on a gimbal, on a gimbal is so nice. Yeah, yeah. Now the only thing that I don't really know about is how is that manual focus. You know. Yeah. Because. Yeah. I think I might rent it one more time just for the manual focus, yeah. just to see if it's a, if it's a bad, like focus yeah. by wire, the same thing, because if it is, then I'm going to have to just buy the G master because I know it has good. <laughs> yeah. I know that I, I think that it is focused by wire, but Sony just does a good job with their, yeah, like making it feel like that it's a normal focus. Yeah. Focusing yeah. lens. I was going to tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. I can guarantee you that it's focused by wire, but uh, yeah, the the G Master lenses are incredible when it comes to focusing. Like I have the twenty four millimeter G Master, and like it's rock solid with when it's yeah. focusing. It's it's so nice. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing that I failed to mention that I feel like was the most probably when I think back on it now, like this was like incredibly helpful that we did it, but. You've already mentioned it. I think having multiple meetings with yeah. the people we were going to shoot was very helpful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We had a kind of like a producer with us um, named Amanda, like Will's mentioned. 
and we didn't we have never met her before at all and so it was super helpful to just kind of get to know her oh yeah uh have zoom calls have phone calls you know do stuff over text so we could both get on the same like mindset the same uh, vision of what we were trying to create yeah and doing that with like the uh with the people there in lebanon was helpful as well um, like just Richard, I, I, I personally I could, even, I could even go to say that like if we hadn't have had those meetings beforehand and like got over there, it would have been a train wreck. Like I, I oh. honestly, it would have been <laughs> like, I, I don't know how to describe it other than train wreck. Like those meetings were so vital um, for us to even just figure out how to talk to each other. Um, it was yeah, so, yeah. so good. I, I agree because, you know, you and I, we've done so much together. We kind of yeah. know our personalities. We kind of know like what to expect from each other. Yeah. And, yeah. For Will and I, it was our first time really working with someone outside on something that was pretty big. We're going like across <laughs> the world to film these people that like, you know, in crazy places and trying to tell the best stories we can. And this was something that like, you know, this project when it first originally started, um, you know, they were trying to get the Austin stone story team. So Austin stone is a church in Austin, Texas. They have a story team that tells like really cool, you know, kind of a really well told stories, uh, films. They tell films. Yeah. And, uh, they were trying to get them, but they're like, Hey, we can do it in two years. (laughs) And so, you know, I happen to have like a connection with those people in Lebanon because some of them are my best friends. And, one of them was kind of heading it up and it was like, whoa, like why we should be think of Richard. And so that's kind of how it all started. And, but yeah, uh, you know, one thing that was, was challenging was like, uh, we, I didn't know Amanda and, you know, sometimes it can be difficult when, when people have very different ways creatively that they do things and how, um, you know, you try to find the best ways to communicate to get on those same, same wavelengths. And I, I feel like at the very beginning, um, there were some like dissimilar things that we kind of agreed upon. And so just like constantly going back and talking and, you know, just only honestly being vulnerable and kind of being yeah. open, especially yeah. helped me just kind of move forward and, uh, get on like a personal level with Amanda so that we could like work well together. And we both knew kind of our intentions behind everything. That yeah. was very beneficial. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Yeah. Another thing, <laughs> another great thing <laughs> was we had, you know, we're going overseas to a place that could be people don't really want say Christian people to be there. Um, even though Lebanon is considered a Christian country, there's other people there that don't like Christians. And so we're going over and as foreigners to co film. And so it's not like an, at least I've, I've never heard, maybe this is different for other places to just like, you know, going through, uh, the border control, like the customs and then being like, Hey, I'm a, I'm a missionary. I'm going to go film some Christians <laughs> that are trying to convert you guys <laughs> to Christianity. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know if they would really like that. So, yep. Yep. uh, we ended up getting like actually a, um, and we had all this gear with this. Mm-hmm. We got 
the group that was there, which they actually have like a business name under something because they do run a business there of teaching English people how to speak Arabic. Um, they wrote a letter saying we're going there to make marketing material for them so that they could use to, you know, get more Americans to come to Lebanon. And yeah. Uh, yeah. that was beneficial because like basically that gave us the say that we're there for business and it's okay that we're here and we're here for your country. Yeah. That was really helpful because Will and I both had to pull, I don't know if you did, but I had to oh, pull no, that thing out yeah. and uh, show it to them. And they like were questioning me of like, where are you going? What's <laughs> yeah. the address? What phone number? You know? And I was like, Oh gosh, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> you had more so, trouble in Lebanon. I had more trouble in the States, like from the get go, from the gate lady at the, in the states um oh you did oh yeah remember when we were all checking oh. our bags the first time and like i had to pay for bags and like almost oh, had to yeah. check all my camera gear which is yeah you, you don't do the, um will's uh <laughs> will's like carry-on bag was like 15 like it was more than 15 pounds yeah. and a lady from uh qatar airlines was like no she was you like, can't bring this it's over this weight you have to check it. Well, I don't know what she said. No, it was basically that. And I was like, I'm, I'm not checking this because I've got camera gear in here. Sorry. And then I turned to you and you're like, all your bags are on there. She didn't say a word to you. You didn't have to pay anything. Uh, she just, glanced at me and she just shook her head and she was like, she yeah. just like was like yeah. in disagreeing about what she was saying. I was like, you're good to go. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have to pay any money. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Um, yeah, but yeah, and then, yeah, like you were saying, in, in Lebanon, I did have to show that business letter, but like you had to like, you kind of went through the ringer and had to bring out all these different document documents and phone numbers and addresses and like letter of intent for us saying like we're doing marketing material. Um, I think I'm just not as like a, maybe I just look like a, a true American <laughs> and they're like... <laughs> And they just see me as like clammy hand. Uh, like, you're this guy is up to shaving. something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And then uh, did they told us one really funny thing, if you remember. They told us that anytime that like if – I don't know if you ever got that way. Did you ever get in any uncomfortable situations where like people started questioning you like outside of customs and what, whatnot? No. No, I didn't have anything – uh, I didn't have any, like anything crazy, Yeah. but you know, I guess, you know, when I look back on that trip and I want to, you know, get into like more of situationally what was happening there, but also like, you know, what things that we would have done differently and learned. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't have anything like that. Did you? No, not at all. No. I just thought it was funny what they told us to do. If that happened would be just like, just kind of gush over Lebanon and tell them how good their food is. And then they would be like, Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You're yeah. so right. This place is wonderful. And then they would forget that they were mad at us or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny. Cause like the people were very curious people. It's like, they want to know why you're there. Yeah. And so they'll yeah. like watch you and stuff and like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. And you tell them, yeah, like what we learned from our missionary friends, <laughs> basically it's like, <laughs> all you need to do is tell them that how wonderful their country is and that you're here to explore it and 
and uh, you want more people to come, and yeah. everyone just is like, oh, You're yes, so yes, beautiful country, beautiful. <laughs> we love it. We love it here. Uh, <laughs> so great. And <laughs> it worked every time. Yeah. And uh, it, it was funny. Yeah, yeah, it was funny. Yeah. You know, I would say, you know, talking about, like, if there's one thing that I wish that I would have done differently, this is, like, personally, like, I feel like in just, like, I have this problem um, and maybe other people have this and maybe you do too, but like, I like to be a nice person. I like to do the right things and Mm -hmm. I don't like to be super confrontational, Yeah. but I almost felt like that after this trip, I should have taken a little bit more risk at doing, like getting certain shots or being in a certain place Yeah. Yeah. to get more like B roll if that makes sense. Like, and this, I think that I had like this preconceived notion that like, Oh, I can't be anywhere. I'm going to get in trouble. Yeah. And I don't think that that was true there at all because the people there are very, very nice people. Yeah. And so I think I, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, because going over there, I'd never been to the middle East. I'd been to, I've been to other, uh, lots of other places and like even dangerous places too. And, but um, going to the Middle East, I don't know, in my head, I'd kind of built it up. And of course, if you're from America, America and you're, um, or the North America and you're going over to the Middle East, like literally, if I say that to anyone or Lebanon, Middle East, like their eyes are going to get big and they're going to think, oh man, be safe type thing. Um, yeah, yeah. That's what and like, said. even in my mind a little bit too, it was kind of like, well, I am going to this place that is known for being dangerous. There's, I mean, I had known nothing about their culture. I know nothing about, there's so many different aspects of like their culture and how, how many cultures are, how many people and nationalities are just like stacked on top of each other and what roles they all play. And I was like, I don't like, you're I, similar to what you're saying. Like, I don't want to go over there and step on anybody's toes and like yeah, yeah. get in trouble or get a missionary in trouble or like, cause a confrontation in any in any level um but once once we're there and afterwards hindsight like looking at it it's i mean people are people and those people are awesome over there and like they wouldn't have cared if we were walking the streets with our cameras and like been shooting stuff uh especially if we're with some of the missionaries too like i i agree and that uh, i agree that um i wish i had taken a little bit more chance trying to get more b-roll shots and and yeah taking more time to do that yeah yeah because now i feel like now that i'm looking at my b-roll or our b-roll in general it's like man i don't think that we got as much as like we probably wanted to and uh you know i, I think that's okay i think it's a learning lesson but i feel like that i yeah. could have had we could have had a lot more of just like I, yeah. when i think of more b-roll i'm thinking of like just good like shots of lebanon mm-hmm. almost like street photography but in motion you know well here here's i agree but there's also another side to the coin here is that um when we were there there was a national <laughs> gas shortage and there was also there was riots and like there was even in the city that we were in that which is known to be peaceful there were some riots there were some protests there was some there was some unrest um and like the group that we were with, like they, like we had to conserve gas. So like we couldn't go anywhere. Like the last mm. couple of days 
we couldn't go anywhere because we were saving gas so that we could get back home, like get back to Beirut and yeah, get on the that's airplane. True. Like that's true. There were some out outlying variables in our circumstances <clears throat> that that did keep us from doing certain things. Um, now, yes, we could have walked down the street and done certain, yeah. like, gotten different b- pieces of B-roll or taking some advantage of different things. But like with our schedule and some some other things that were happening, like there were some things that were keeping us from getting certain certain things, certain 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 shots. Man, I yeah, can't talk. Yeah. yeah, no, you're you're right. <laughs> and that's you know, that's definitely uh that was like a kind of whenever we got there in Lebanon, <laughs> it was kind of like the worst week in yeah. Lebanon. Yeah. Which like you know, uh, yeah, it, it kind of was the worst week in Lebanon. Like what you said, gas shortages, power outages because there was no oh, gas. Yeah. Forgot about the you know power trash outages, trucks yeah. in in Beirut owner Beirut. They're not picking up the trash because they don't have yeah. gas. So then there's trash everywhere, and then there's no bread. You know, there's uh, bread because of electricity or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, meat was going bad because there's no electricity. Like they couldn't. I mean, there everything is going to crap. Yeah, and. And a yeah, lot of us people got are sick fighting over one night. Oh yeah. Yeah. One of <laughs> all of us got sick. I know. Uh, maybe I th- hopefully those little pills, the antibiotic that oh, my that dad gave me, changer. maybe those helped. I don't know. Maybe they did. <laughs> yeah. I say that they, they did. I think that I got the, my end of it wasn't as bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know some other people in our group had it pretty bad and I felt, I did not feel good for them. I know. Yeah. But, uh, there's just like all, there's a lot of problems. You're right. Um, I think we still made it happen, but you know, saying that now, let me, uh, I'm pulling up a text message right now. Cause I'm actually texting. Uh, I was just before we were having had this, this podcast, I was talking to one of the, one of the main missionaries that we were kind yeah. of correlating with. And, you know, as most of you, you guys know now, like Afghanistan is kind of, um, yeah. gone turmoil yeah. with the Taliban taking over and Lebanon isn't too far away from that. And there are terrorists in the, in the area that like, mm-hmm. don't like Christian people and will kill them if they know that they're Christians yeah. and, and or yeah. American. And so, you know, after when that happened, they evacuated most of the missionaries there. And I think that was cool to see that like they were very, they had like, a security groups there that basically wanted to make sure that the Americans were going to be okay and not be yeah. Yeah. just picked up and killed. They moved and were basically evacuated to Spain to be safe. Yeah. And, uh, I was just texting her cause she had to get a new phone phone number. Oh yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. And that, uh, right now they're, they're not in Lebanon right now, but she said, I just asked her, you know, when are you guys going back? Like, are you going, like, are things any better there? Like whenever we got there, cause there's no electricity that yeah. no gas. She said, yeah, it's gotten a lot worse. Um, getting about four hours of electricity a day and the gasoline situation is super bad. I'm reading off a text right now. People are getting killed trying to get gas and it's just not safe. Uh, she said the entire team will be moving. So literally everyone's no picking way. up and going. Um, except for the church planning team. Okay. And that is 
our character that we filmed with. Yeah. Okay, and, that team. Okay, yeah. And the other guys. Yeah. They are staying. Those are the wow. Syrian refugees. The Syrian refugees are staying, and the other church planning group, they're staying in Lebanon because, <laughs> she said, they're staying in Lebanon because they're super badass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's true. They're, everyone, even every other missionary there said that about that team. They're like, yeah, they're they're a different level. They're... They're studs. So awesome. It's crazy. I mean, that's, that's terrible. And, and I mean, it's terrible for everyone. It makes me sad. Um, I'm glad that that team's still staying there though. Yeah. It's, it's a bummer. Yeah. Um, it sucks because it's such a beautiful country. And like, yeah, I just remember telling Anne Marie when I got home, I was like, I want to take you there because this was fun. Like, it was like really cool to experience the a Middle Eastern culture, which some people in America see like that culture, I feel like. And they're like, oh, like depending on who you talk to, of course, and what people yeah. group you're talking to, they, they kind of like shame it in a way. It's oh, yeah. almost kind of like down upon because, you know, 9-11 and yep. those things that happened. Um, I know some people don't, they just, I don't know, they have a bad feeling about Middle Eastern culture, but honestly it's like a really beautiful culture and i love getting to see all the all the different little traditions and things that they have it's like it was really cool and uh so it's sad that the great country and beautiful country like lebanon is going through so much turmoil with everything yeah i know i agree too man it was a it was eye-opening to how how beautiful the people were there uh the country is gorgeous um the culture is, is, is so cool. Um, yeah, I loved it all. Um, it was, it was such a good trip. Um, man. Yeah. They've, they're, they're going to be, uh, in our prayers for a while. Yeah, definitely. Agreed. Um, so, uh, you know, what is, what would you do differently? I mean, what would you have like, yeah, been more prepared with what would you have like kind of done more or less if you were to do this over again or go anywhere else in the world for like a trip like this yeah yeah um i think no matter what um and we do this on shoots here um and i think we thought we did for this one um but like we said time uh we packed a lot in the five days, but then also there were other, other things going on, uh, in the country. Um, but like designate days or, uh, periods of time for B-roll, like B-roll days. And like, this is what we're and like, even like naming out shots, listing out shots that we want to get. Um, that's what I would have done is like, uh, taking a little bit more time for B-roll. Um, and also when you're overseas, it, everything takes longer like every everything takes longer to do anything um and so like putting uh, taking that into account and knowing that like all right i need to get like a good half day of b-roll well you know what i'm probably going to need the whole day because getting anywhere is going to take forever getting the whole team together to go shoot stuff is going to take forever uh eating lunch is going to take three hours um so it's kind (laughs) of like it's kind of like just kind of having that rule that everything that we're going to do and is going to take 
a, a little bit longer than it normally would uh, here, uh, like like it would here back home. Um, that's what that would be mine. It'd be, uh, yeah, I think you would. I mean, and we've already talked about it. Just um, kind of prioritizing the B-roll a little bit more. Um, but that is to say, I'm happy with what we've gotten so far. Yeah, some of these other videos are going to be a little bit harder uh, to edit because we don't have as much B-roll for some of the other interviews that we did. Um, but yeah. I, I still think it's going to be good because um, there's <laughs> cool stories. They're, they're really cool stories. But uh, I, Richard's laughing because uh, we both know <laughs> uh, kind of how much, how much B-roll we have. So, um, so yeah, what yeah. about you? I just wish I could like go back and shoot rocks or something. <laughs> I know that that would even be good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think you know we'll just have to mix and match with a lot of yeah. our stuff. But yeah. uh, it's and like work. I think that the shots that you got that I saw that you used in this first draft, I was like, man, that, that's a really good. Those are really good shots. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, and they worked really well. So I think that we'll make we'll make it happen, baby. Make it you work. Know, we'll make, make that work. You know, really draw out the shots. <laughs> no, yeah, I think, I think like uh, it was, you know, it was our first experience, uh, at least my first experience going to film overseas and do something like that. And just knowing that I needed a lot more B-roll and I probably could, could have just like really pushed hard for it. Yeah. And, but I think at the time I just kind of was uncomfortable, honestly. Um, yeah. I was too. Because of the situation, yep. because of it was hard to travel. Like you didn't want them to drive because they were running out of gas. Like literally, <laughs> we were the only group that had the green flag to drive because we were there to yeah. film. Yeah. And everyone else basically was like sheltered in place. Don't yeah. drive because we don't know if you're going to get gas. Um. Yep. So, yeah, I would have loved to get more shots. Um, just scenics, uh, or just even like shots with the people we filmed with in somewhat, uh, whatever settings they, they are, or what yeah. they could have been. Yeah. Um, a lot of the stuff too, like the main parts of the story, what they're talking about, we couldn't go film because yeah. it was basically, we're not allowed to be there. That's and it's true. Not, yep. uh, there's Syrian refugee camps. Uh, they just wouldn't allow us to be there, which I would have love to get like footage of some of mm -hmm. these people that were working these camps and what yeah. they were doing but it's a it's a safety hazard a lot of this stuff was like we're trying to make sure these people are safe and you don't want them to like yeah us make a cool youtube video get yep. 50 million 500 million <laughs> views and like now they're now they're basically targeted yeah. as a Christian and like, you know, you're trying to like make sure that these people are safe, that you're yeah. there filming. So that was, you know, it was, it was all around good experience. And, uh, I think it was a good kind of teamwork exercise as well of working yeah. all of us together. Um, what we liked, what we didn't like, what things we would have done different if we were to do interviews, yeah. um, yeah. what stuff actually worked the most. Um, I, I liked the candid kind of, interview more than the sit down basic interview yeah, uh, yeah those moments were really nice and i'm going to start using that on <laughs> i've learned that it's nice to have more people than just yourself i'll yeah. say that because yeah, yeah now on these shoots i'm here in the u.s i'm like man 
I need another person so I could do somewhat of a candid, something candid right now, or yep. I need to get all these one man band little gears so yeah. that I can yeah. basically do that stuff for sure. But yep. yeah, overall, very fun experience very fun. and uh, very good. definitely would love to do more for Heck sure. Yeah. yeah, that's true, man. Yep, I want to do it again. If it's uh, and I'd love to go back there, or uh, we can team back up again and go somewhere else, man. I'd I'd love to do it again. Yeah, I'm, you know, okay. So a couple of things that I'm excited about. Okay, that All I right. wonder if it'll be helpful. First off, I hope that the Dropbox system. So basically, I'm. Oh, Will yeah. sent me all of his project files of Dropbox and any other stabilized footage. And hopefully I can bring that to my computer easily. If there's any of you guys that think that there's a better <laughs> option for us to use than doing that, that would be great for, because uh, I feel like we're in the prime time, like yeah. time of our lives that it's really important to find a ways that work yeah. with each other when we're not next sitting next yeah. to each other. But I was just thinking today, I was like, man, how great would it be if I could have just been like, we could both be behind our backs while we're editing oh. and like, just really kind of so making easy. making it the way exact way we're working and kind yeah. of communicate the best way we can. Yeah. But speaking of that, there is Adobe Premiere Pro. They partnered with uh there's a company dang, I gotta remember this company name. <laughs> they partnered with a company that a lot of people in the film space, like the film industry are using to like communicate with their editors and uh, upload okay. their footage um i need to i need to find it out dang it uh it's a really i looked into getting it at one point but okay. it just didn't make didn't make sense yeah um at the time but if they're partnering with premiere basically it, basically it's a a big company that started to do their own like kind of uh collaborating okay software okay similar to like a vimeo uh, like but the, re the review it, stuff on vimeo yeah but, but it's else. it's all for film and there's like uh, privacy okay. there's um you make comments you can do annotations okay. on the video uh whatever comments that you make on the film or whatever draft you're looking at it will pop up and show up on Premiere so that nice. you see exactly what nice. they're talking about. Okay. And it just like is a really way easy way to work. Nice. And I'm hoping whenever they come out with this, if I can someday ever remember the name, I could tell you that I feel like this is going to be a really big turn for Premiere. Yeah, that'll be a big deal. Big time. I think they're making a like a little like, you know, what is it? They're making a stiff arm yeah. at these other places because. <laughs> They're basically making it to where you ba you basically have to edit Premiere Pro or you're not going to get these cool features. Yeah, good. And I was thinking about, man, maybe that would be helpful for Will and I that when we do stuff yeah, together. But I think I really want to make a longer form documentary or like a shorter form documentary oh, yeah. together. I still like totally think that I still like want to have there needs to be something whether that's christian or non-christian work um that would be cool i completely agree 
I totally agree in like, yeah, I want to have, I want to do a longer form uh, documentary short story, not short story. I want to do real life something um, that's, yeah, that's just tells a cool story. Yeah. Um, totally agree. I'm still on, I'm totally on board. I know we, I know coming into Lebanon, we thought that maybe this could be something like that, but actually, <laughs> no, actually dude, no. they wanted these shorter videos, which is fine. That's what the client wants is what they get. So that's fine. Um, but like, uh, yeah, uh, we, we had our minds changed quickly. Uh, we had, like going in we were like, man, we're going to make this into a, a mini doc and it's going to be so good. And yeah, it's going to blow everyone's mind. It takes mind. a lot more work. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm such a noob at, at doing that kind of work, like uh, that no. kind of style. Yeah. It's like I do it in short term form videos that are three minutes long. But oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, when I'm thinking about like, oh, like putting these moments and these sequences yeah. in like different places where these people are and they're like, you know, inter- you know, like telling us a, a journey that someone's going on going through is a uh, takes a lot more work. Than Tons that. of work, dude. Yeah. Tons of work. But. But I still want to. do Yeah, it. well. Well, this was fun. Yeah, man. Uh, there's probably definitely up. more things that we're going to talk about with the Lebanon Let's go. trip. Yep. And as our progress goes forward and as we make our edits, I'm still... I woke up early this morning because you inspired, you inspired me <laughs> with your draft, and I was like, I am inspired to edit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad and that so, inspired you because, like, you've inspired me to edit my... CrossFit, CrossFit stuff. So yeah, bro. I'm trying to get after get that. Ripped. Now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and so that was that was good. I hope uh, now I'll have a shoot for the next two days, three days. So then now I can't nice. really edit. Oh yeah, yeah. That's all right. But that's the way it is. But yeah, it was fun. Uh, yeah. Also, Will and I were uh, we're taking a trying to make it a fun new approach to the podcast and not being so structured. So it's going to kind of be more of a conversation now. Like it. Instead of a less pressure. Instead of a question of, okay, Will, tell me your life stories (laughs) now and how you did it. Yeah. But it's more like a phone call. I like it. Well, talk to y'all later. Sounds good. See you, bro. Peace.